My Govanen, welcome to the Tolkien Lore Channel, I'm the Tolkien Geek, and in this week's Thursday Thoughts, I am considering the nature of the allegedly great wisdom of Celeborn, because Celeborn often gets a bad rap for being merely Galadriel's plus one, and this is interesting because Galadriel talks him up quite a good bit in Lothlorien when the Fellowship come there. And particularly, she basically says that he is accounted, you know, one of the wisest elves, if not the wisest elf in Middle-earth and capable of giving gifts greater than most kings. And then what does Celeborn do for the rest of the story? He gives him some boats. Now, granted, there is a bit of a Solomonic quality to what he does here because he basically asks the company, like, what's your plan from here? Are you going to go west to Gondor, or are you going to go east to Mordor? And nobody speaks up, and he can tell that they're kind of split in their desires at this point. And so he says, well, I can see that you're not really decided yet, so to make things a little bit easier, I'm going to let you delay your decision by giving you some boats that you can use to sail down the Anduin until the point where you really have to make a decision. And this is actually noted in the text as being a great relief to Aragorn, and it's it, it makes things easier. It really does in some ways, although in some other ways it might have been better if they had, had to make a hard choice at the very outset, and then maybe certain things that happened at Parthgalan wouldn't have happened. Nevertheless, this is like the only real aspect of Celeborn's wisdom that we get a concrete example of in the entire story, or pretty much anywhere in Tolkien's writings. Most of what we get even in his later writings developing the backstory of Galadriel and Celeborn focuses on Galadriel. So Galadriel talks a good game about Celeborn's wisdom, but the one example that we get doesn't seem all that profound, really. So what is it about Celeborn and his wisdom that Galadriel finds so compelling, which we don't ever really get to see in person, as it were. The idea occurred to me recently that perhaps part of what is going on is not anything particularly impressive about Celeborn's ability to aid others, but his influence on Galadriel herself. Because one of the things that we know about Galadriel, even in the most, you know, Mary Sue-ish of her backstories that Tolkien wrote later after The Lord of the Rings, and he he got pretty close to Mary Sue territory with Galadriel, let me tell you. Um, I did a video on the various backstories, and I don't even think I covered all of them in detail because there's so many. But at one point, she's almost a perfect individual from the get-go, but in pretty much all of them, her one major flaw, and this is kind of hinted at in the Lord of the Rings itself is that she was part of the Noldoran rebellion in Valinor, at least in the sense that she was interested in going back to Middle-earth and ruling a realm for herself and not humbly submitting to the greater wisdom and authority of the Valar. So Galadriel has always had kind of this streak that she reveals to Frodo in her speech about, you know, being a queen that is a little bit too interested in gaining power and whatever for herself. 
what has changed for her in the course of the 6,000 plus years since she left Valinor and when Frodo offers her the ring that allows her to resist that temptation and turn his offer down. Well, the most obvious thing is that she kind of witnesses the downfall of the elves in the first age and all this other stuff, but that doesn't necessarily seem to completely turn her off of the idea of ruling a realm of her own, although at that point, you know, the next thing we know about her is that she's never really acting as a queen anywhere. In one backstory, she is kind of the ruler, sort of, of Eregion before Celebrimbor kind of ousts her and Celeborn and takes over. And there's other parts of the backstory where she goes to Lothlorien and kind of becomes the lady there with Celeborn after the king Amroth leaves. And at no point is she ever really called a queen, which seems like she might have already learned something. But she is still, in some of these stories, kind of acting as a, if not an imperialistic type leader. She is still ruling a realm in some sense. And especially in the one where she is the the kind of founder and leader of Eregion. So, what... What is the influence on her that changes this? And I wonder if this is where Celeborn comes in. Celeborn might have been that ameliorating influence that kind of toned down her more aggressive, you know, side that really wanted to go out and be the girl boss and and do really awesome things on her own. So there's very little in the way of textual evidence for this. But there's very little evidence of textual nature for anything to back up what she says about Celeborn's wisdom, either. And, you know, she has to have gotten some wisdom from someone. Certainly she could have gotten some from Melian, who she spent a lot of time with in the First Age, and stuff like this. But even that is in the context of living in Doriath, which, in many but not all of her backstories is where she meets Celeborn and marries him. So all of this is potentially tied up together, her influence by Melian, her influence by Celeborn. All of this is potentially part of her time in Doriath, and therefore her you know, time with Celeborn. Her influence by Melian might not have been what it was, but for the fact that she fell in love with and married Celeborn. Because, let's face it, you tend to be more likely to take advice from and learn lessons from people that you love, you know, very much, as opposed to people that are not really that connected to you, barring unusual circumstances, because you tend to take their advice a little more seriously for multiple reasons, some of them psychological. So I kind of think at the end of the day, that maybe the reason Galadriel esteems Celeborn's wisdom so highly is because he has precisely the kind of wisdom that she needed in her own life and that she ends up finally following and saves her from falling prey to the the very real temptation to take the ring. I mean, she makes it clear that that was a thing that she desired and 
Kelleborn has been in any of her backstories the one constant for pretty much all of her time in Middle Earth. Not all of it entirely, obviously, because she spent a little bit of time in Middle Earth before she came to Doriath and met Kelleborn in you know any of the versions where she meets him in Doriath. But for thousands of years, she is with him, or at least married to him. There are periods where they are separated for different reasons. But this is what I think may be in the background of this comment of Galadriel's, and what may be the real meaning of what she's getting at. Because if you think about it, the gifts that Celeborn gives, and you know some of the gifts that they give are... are definitely impressive in in comparison to what you could get from kings of men say because the elven cloaks the you know the limbus bread these things are and the limbus isn't even really from Celeborn because that's always you know that's a gift of the queen that's that's a female thing but the other gifts that he gives are not that impressive the elven cloaks are kind of maybe the the best the rest of them are nice but they're are they really that much better than what a king of Gondor could have given at some point? But what is really great is, and what most kings could not give you, because most kings would also be power-hungry, is the wisdom to resist the temptation to power. Because that will corrupt your very soul and lead you into places that you really don't want to go and can save you know, you for your eternal state rather than your you know, near-term combat state, let's say. So... That's why I wonder if that's what Galadriel is getting at, at least in part. So, I just wanted to throw that out there as a theory, because honestly, I'm not sure what else to make of what Galadriel is saying. <laughs> but that's my Thursday thoughts for this week. I will see you on the next one. Namarie. Thanks to all my channel supporters, especially Elf Friends P.A. Brew News, Nathan Dufour, and Paul Leone.